Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Good morning, Reading to Kids podcast with Peyton and her mom in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, right Peyton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were going to play song. Yeah, we were going to play All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, but I think she'll get demonetized. That means she can't save up for college with that episode, so... With- the money I'm making out of my podcast. <laughs> yeah. So we're not going to play All I Want for Christmas is You. But now that you've even heard that, it's going to be stuck in your head. And guess what I learned last night? That song is the song that makes the mo- that ha- has made the most money in the world ever. How do you know? Um, I don't... Re- well, Ongrun's brother told me. It's just like part of like one time when he did with his job one time. And they looked into it, I think crazy huh or maybe i think that's what he does i don't really know or i'm really gullible and i just believe everything that somebody tells me (laughs) wait if we can play me we can't play music on here why can't um at work you can play music i don't know that's a really really good idea well because you why why do you even make songs if we can't even put them i don't you'd think that it would be um they would love it. They'd be like, yeah, play my song. Because then people are going to have it in their head and go listen to it. <laughs> okay. Because at school one time, yeah. somebody sung Two Birds on a Liar. And then I, the whole just, and then it just became my favorite song every day. I know. You loved it. Okay. The Graveyard Riddle by Lisa Thompson. Chapter 14. We're page 92. So they should be grateful that I liked it. Yeah, they should be grateful that you liked it. I wouldn't be upset. Like, I wouldn't sue somebody for listening to it on their phone. I'd be like, dude, play that, man. Okay, ready? Hal was waiting on the other side of the front door in the plague house. He spotted the bag immediately. Brilliant. I think you, I think you can say that you are now part of the Worley Tower team, Melody Bird, he said. I grinned as I followed him to the back room. Hal sat cross-legged on the blanket, and I knelt down and began to empty the bag. I put the food in front of him. Amazing, I am starving. He sandwiched a slice of cheese between two crackers. Crumbs fell on his red cardigan, but he didn't bother to brush them away. You'll never guess what happened on the way home. I said, I met Martin Stone, and he has a gun, or he's got a gun. Hal froze. The, san- the cracker sandwich po- poised in midair. His right eyelid flickered slightly. A gun, he said. I nodded. You didn't communicate communicate with him, did you? Yes, I said. By the tap. This is bad, said Hal. What did you tell him? Did you mention me? Of course not, I said. He told me that he was watering roses by his wife's grave. He's he said that he has to come back every day to do it or they'll die out. Oh, dry out and die. 
Hal rubbed his forehead and looked anxious. I was worried that I did something wrong. At least you know that he'll be here every day to water. That's a good thing, isn't it? You can't believe a word he says, said Hal. It's probably not even his wife's grave. He's a criminal, remember? And where's the gun exactly? It's in a holster under his jacket. Hal looked confused. You're absolutely certain, he said. You're 100% sure it was a gun. I thought for a moment, had I really seen a gun or had I thought I'd seen a gun? I, I think so, I said. I saw the light gray handle poking out of the top. Yeah, it was definitely a gun. Hal nodded. Things are developing quicker than I expected then, he said. It's, it's going to heat up. We've got to be extra vigilant. From now on, Melody Bird, don't approach him again. I don't believe you are at risk, but I need to be very careful indeed. I nodded, and he carried on eating the crackers and cheese. Has there been any news from your team yet? I said. No, the technical guys are on it, I'm sure, he said. Did you manage to get everything? Yes, I said. I took out the things. There are some clothes a flashlight, and some binoculars, just like you asked. He smiled. How did he get the, how did he get the clothes? Oh, I think you were starting to fall asleep. Her friend, yeah, I fell asleep. her friend's mom was doing laundry in the backyard, and they used to hang clothes out on the line, you know? Mm-hmm. And so his mom went inside, and she grabbed some, grabbed his shirt and some pants real quick. Oh, uh, yeah, we do that at my dad's house to dry clothes. Yeah. Because we don't have a dry laundry Because it's not, um, sometimes it's too full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Um, it's perfect, he said. He took off his red cardigan and put the hoodie on. He inst- It instantly made him look like anyone I'd seen in town. It's Jake, I said, from his, from his washing line. Oh, it's Jake's. It's Jake's, I said. I thought she was like, it's Jake, when he put the sweatshirt on. <laughs> it's Jake's, I said, from his washing line. I kind of stole it. Not that I care. Ah. The notorious Jake said Hal, shuffling the cards again. How's Matthew? I shrugged. He's okay, I guess, he said. Jake's over at Matthew's house right now, and they hang out a lot, I said. Hal nodded and carefully slid the cards back into the box. Back into the box. And what about you? How are you? How do you? Who do you hang out with, he said. I swallowed and stared at his gray blanket. It had a thin yellow ribbon stitched along the edge. It looked a a bit like a kind of a blanket you had when you were a baby. I don't hang out with anyone, really. That's fine, though. I like my own company. I got up off the blanket. Are you lonely, Melody? Hal said. Like Mr. Charles? What? No, I said. Of course not. I smiled. But I was kind. it was the kind of smile that made my face ache a little. He watched me very closely. Anyways, I'd better go now. I need to take Frankie for a walk. Hal looked at me and frowned. Can you come back tomorrow, he said. I think I might have something I need your help with. A mission. It's totally confidential, of course. My heart skipped a beat. A mission? Really? I said. Hal smiled. Yeah, I think you're up to it. I smiled back. Whatever it was, I was sure I could handle it. Sure, that sounds good. I said, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, I really hope this kid's not messing with her. Because she needs a, a good friend, huh? Hmm, that's so sad. Can you imagine if you didn't have any friends at school to hang out with? And somebody said, well, who do you hang out with? That's really sad, huh? You don't like that. That makes me sad for her. All right, on to the next.
Say good. Say goodbye. 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 Can you say it even weirder? Goodbye. Like goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>